Hello, listener. It's CJ. Real quick, before we jump into the episode this week, you know that we pride ourselves on giving you fantastic content here on this podcast, not only with the audio, but also the conversation. This week, we had an issue with Josh's microphone. Now, don't worry. We're going to get it fixed in the next coming weeks, but I could not deprive you of the amazing conversation that he and I had about Spider-Man No Way Home, and he's got a really great rant about time travel movies that you definitely want to listen to. So uh, just know that we're going to adjust it. Everything will be back to normal soon, but this is a fantastic episode, and I cannot wait to share it with you. So without further ado, uh, Jimmy, can you uh, do the thing? Welcome to the club, because you're that kind of nerd. Welcome, everyone, to That Kind of Nerds podcast, a show that tells you what is going on in the nerdy world. I am CJ Mellon, and I'm joined by the best co-host that I have. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Joshua Bird. <laughs> what up? And can you really say that two weeks in a row I and, think and, and mean it? I checked the bylaws. Yes, I can. All right. Fair enough. That's because Brian's the co-host. Ah. Right. You're the co-host. Gotcha. There's, There's a difference. A difference. I can hear it. I yep. can hear it. Yeah. It's like Brian and Brian. That's right. You still don't have it. But I don't I get understand it. that at all. No. Nope. I, I, is there really a difference? There is. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll never. I'll never understand it. Uh, so, welcome to Just Us. How come we don't have a cool nickname? You got the Burnsons when it's you and Brian. Am I just not cool enough to get a nickname? <clears throat> I I don't know, man. I like. I, I'm not. <clears throat> I didn't. I didn't do the nickname thing. Like, I think Brian did that. It's Thanks, not man. a. Makes sense. I'm not. I'm not good at. I don't. I don't like doing the nicknames. The nickety names. I'll let other people do it. Uh, listen, we got a couple of nerdy things to talk about this week, but I just we got to start it off with the biggest nerd story of all, as we finally got a trailer for Spider-Man No Way Home. I, 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 at one point, I really thought that Sony Marvel. I don't know again how that decision is made up. That they were just like, listen. Does anyone need a fucking trailer? You're all no, going to see the movie. You're going to see it one way or the other. You don't need to know what's happening. You, like, there's no need for this. Just go ahead. Here, we're just going to go. We're never going to show you a trailer. Uh, but it finally happened. December is the is the release date for the movie, and and I, I I'm I'm optimistic, <laughs> cautiously optimistic. It's going to stay that way. I, I really hope it doesn't get any kind of delay or anything going on. That would, that would really well, I mean, suck. They, they have to be like pretty much done at this point, right? I, I think it's one of those things of they're they need like Sony needs that box office money and and Sony doesn't have its own streaming service besides Crackle. And I doubt highly <laughs> that they're going to drop this on Crackle. Crackle's terrible. No one's going to be like, oh, I'll sign up for Crackle. Uh, so I, I, I just I really want this to come out of theaters. And, and Look, the trailer was amazing. The teaser, uh, I should say, uh, was was very cool. It was cool to see. Um, but, you know, got got me excited for, uh, you know, waiting another year or whatever. Um, however, like immediately all of the fan theories begin. Oh, I do hate that. And I hate it so much. Like, I don't want to hear what you think. Um, it's not going to happen the way you think it's going to happen. The one thing I saw too was like, uh, there's that scene where they're like, someone's coming into the apartment out May and, and him sitting on a couch and the, the cops are outside. So you see the black and blue, uh, I'm sorry, the red and blue lights yeah, in yeah. the windows. And someone's like, there's a flash of red and that blue could be Spider-Man's dimensions opening up. I'm like, why? Cause Spider-Man's red. No, it's a fucking police car. Like that's, <laughs> what are you doing? And of course, my favorite one 
ever since fucking WandaVision decided to come up with its own theories is I saw that thing and Peter Parker had the devil horns. Mephisto! I was like, fuck you. Get out. No, you are not allowed to, to talk anymore. Speaking privileges revoked. Christian said Mephisto and I said, walk away from me. Why the... F- <sighs> I, I'm, I'm okay with people going, is that, is that that faceless body there? Is that Matt Murdock? He slammed some files on the table. It could be Matt Murdock. And I'm like, oh, oh, it could be. Sure. It, yeah, man, it could be any any number of it things. It could be a scroll, right? It could be <laughs> right. anything. We've already put scrolls in the Spider-Man movie, so scrolls. So just, uh, like, calm down. Uh, but what I was very, very excited to see was all the confirmation for these uh, these villains coming back. I mean, we heard Willem Dafoe's laugh with the, the pumpkin bomb. I mean, we got Doc Ock from Tobey Maguire, like... We got the Sandman, and and there is confirmation. I think that Electro's in there, and with with the yellow lightning, that's more comics accurate. No actual Jamie Fox shown, but I mean, it's pretty safe to say I think Jamie Fox will will be in there. So it's nice to see these these villains showing up that we were we kind of hoping for. We kind of knew it was going to be a Sinister Six kind of thing, mm-hmm. um, and so you have you know basically the whole movie for each villain to be addressed individually and then probably at the end they they join forces right i mean um i I don't think we see like a a big a big boss fight um in this movie i think we see a bunch of little ones yeah i i i don't the only thing is though i know we saw doc ock on that bridge and we saw that pumpkin bomb on the same bridge but again that could just be them coming out and making disaster and then departing because uh, but yeah, I, I think that maybe the they, maybe up. that's where they enter, right? I mean, yeah. it, maybe that's their their breach point, so to speak. Um, who knows? But uh, like, and I don't, I don't want to. Again, I don't want to get into a ton of it, but like, I think um, I, I, it just doesn't seem like um, the way Marvel has done all of these movies so far. Like they would just be like in the first thirty minutes. Here are the Sinister Six. <laughs> But at the same I, time, I'm down for that. If they just want to be like, I, let's fucking go. There's no way. There's no way. Yeah. Well, I mean, you have to do the setup. You have to start with this MJ uh, scene where they're swinging away from the announcement. Like, there's there's at least a good 15 minutes of, hey, here's what just happened. This seems like it rolls right from the last movie right on. And it's not the – this is going to be the third movie of the phase. Is that right? This is Tom Holland's – third solo spider-man movie no 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 Um, no of the of the new marvel phase this is phase four let me yeah yes and this will be the third movie right shang chi is first black widow shang chi and then spider-man yes i forgot about black widow how did i forget about black well Well, that would be number one yeah but not really i guess it's technically not a phase four movie right that's right so shang chi then spider-man oh there's the eternals isn't in there I don't think the is the Eternals later. Oh, now I got to check release dates. Brian, I'm sorry. Shang Chi, Eternals, then No Way Home, then Doctor Strange. <laughs> so yeah, so we're talking about the third, the third movie in Phase Four. Like, there's there's gonna be, it's got to be a ton of setup because I, if I'm, and maybe I'm crazy, right? Maybe I'm completely mistaken, but this is um, this is meant to stand alone, right? These these new this new phase. Yeah. Like they're not all intricately connected. Correct. Well, right. So like you should be able to go into this movie. <clears throat> I don't know why, but having never seen right. And get a, get a, at least get a feel for 
what's going on. Well, that and I think the other part, too, is like these events, uh, like the events of Shang-Chi, I don't think directly interfere or connect right. with the events of Spider-Man. Yeah, so yeah, like yeah. I, I just I do think I do think this movie is going to be a lot more about setup than it is going to be about um, sort of reveal. Uh, I, I, we obviously still need to get confirmation of the other two Spider-Man, 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 Spider-Man. S- we just say Spider, Spider-Man. We characters. haven't seen the other uh, Peter Parkers show <laughs> up in this in this trailer teaser yet, and I think that's either a something you never put in a trailer, uh, or 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 b you you plaster it all over the next one. Uh, so uh, I know that's only two options, people, but yeah, that's the world. We, <laughs> I guess that's the only two options. Uh, what if it was just like a bunch of different teasers from a bunch of different angles? Like that would be cool. Like you get one from uh, Toby Maguire's perspective, get, one from Andrew Garfield's a, perspective, and then that's one right. from oh, I, that would be fun. That would be fun. I would like that. Right. But then at having that point, no having no tie in, no spoiler whatsoever, and and maybe the the teaser material doesn't even appear in the in the movie. Like that would oh, be that would piss me off. No, that would be really cool. Like that's what that's what I want to see. Again, I I really listen. I'm sold. Right, like I'm sure. Uh, of course, it was sold. Oh, you know what? We didn't talk about this. Let me ask you a question too. This trailer leaked the day or two before uh, by literally somebody holding up a phone on TikTok, <laughs> recording off of another phone to show this previs trailer for for this movie. Did you watch that previs no. trailer? No, 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 no. no so no. here was great about it. Uh, the director of this movie, uh, James Webb, right? I know his last name is Webb because it's funny that he's directing <clears throat> Spider-Man movies. Sure. Uh, anyway, uh, he put out a picture on his Instagram which has the trailer on his phone and he's taking a picture of it on, on his phone and saying, as the director intended, thanks for waiting. And I was <laughs> like, ah, oh, you cheeky bastard. Very nice. I did watch the previs leak. Really? Because I did. Also because I also watched Wolverine Origins that way when they leaked the previs before everything was done. I just like to see the movies before they're done. For example, if you've ever watched any of the behind the scenes footage of Supergirl or The Flash, it's hilarious. Oh, it's what? so fun. Nothing like a guy standing there with his arms wide open uh, out and going in circles and going, ah! It's <coughs> hilarious. I just like to watch it. I like to see movies before they're movies sometimes. I watch all the deleted scenes and all the, like, visual effects breakdowns. So, like, that was fun for me. But I, Yeah, I remember, like, what a fan you were of the, the what was it called? The Snyder Cut? <laughs> no, that's not pre-viz. That was, <laughs> that was $70 uh, the, million dollars going into that visual. The, what was the other one? That was at the Wolverine? <laughs> yeah, the Wolverine Origins, you know what, with the claws in the bathroom scene that looked like like they, someone's just like I haven't done visual effects you were, before. You were a big fan. You were a big but I fan. I think of they that. can copy, but that's a finished product, and it looked like shit. This was obviously not an intentional product, uh, but it was just fun. I really though enjoyed this trailer. Uh, there's so much to, to that I, I'm excited for, and I'm really trying to just shut the theories out. Just go in with enjoying the movie for what it is. Go in with the lower. Go in with the expectations of I'm going to have a good time and not trying to live up to a theory that I have and, and I'll be very happy. I know I'll, I'll be good. on. That. I don't want to pick everything apart. I just want to experience the movie. Just let me watch the movie and not think about it, uh, which means half of your TikTok watching uh, has to go like, oh, fuck scroll. Oh, fuck scroll. Uh, yeah, well, it's not even you know what, man? I don't I don't follow a ton of those people. So it, that doesn't really hit my my for you page a lot. So which is good because I'm not interested in that content at all. <laughs> That's about right. I, I'm okay with just saying no thanks. I'll just I'll just enjoy the movie as it is. All right. So definitely excited. Can't wait to to talk more about this as details come out. And more importantly, cannot wait to see this movie 
and Shang Chi's right around the corner, so I'm like super excited to see that too. So yep, can't cannot wait. All right, um, so uh, we saw this trailer was released for Spider Man uh, No Way Home at CinemaCon, and of course, there's so much going on with that this year. Uh, but another movie also got a sneak peek and getting a lot of good buzz, and that is one of my most anticipated movies of the year and of last year when it should have come out is Top Gun Maverick. They apparently screened the first, what, like 15 minutes? 13, 13 thir- minutes. 13 minutes of this movie, uh, getting a, a ton of great buzz. Now, here's what I'll say, just, just as a caveat to this. I'm a completely biased for this movie. There's there's nothing you can say about this movie that would get me upset or 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 make me mad or not want to see it. So I'm I'm in. But also, like, I've also been invited to a like an early screening of a movie. I saw Keen Arthur, uh, the the um the one with uh Oh Legend God. of the Sword? Yeah, Legend of the Sword. I got to see that a couple days early. And I remember leaving that movie going, yeah, that was awesome. And then thinking back on it going, not as good as I really think it was. See, I love that movie. I don't know why you guys shit on that movie. It, it The third act, really, it was the, the, the whole the whole like sword battle scene after everything. It, get, it got weird. I, I, you love Guy Ritchie, though, so nothing I, I could say no. would ever sway you from a Guy Ritchie movie. No, Just like won't. nothing anyone could ever say would discourage me from Top Gun Maverick, but it's getting great buzz on it. People saying things like, I saw the, the, the first 13 minutes. It starts like the original film, same text, same font, same music, goes into Danger Zone. And just when it got you, we get a new story with Maverick being Maverick. So beyond pumped. Like, I, I feel like that was written by me. Yeah, it's a Top Gun's a real nostalgia movie, right? And and uh, if you were if you were born in 1980, like I was, um, and you saw this movie when you were very young, like I was five or six, um, I've loved it my entire life. Um, so I like I I'm excited. Uh, I'm gonna see it either way. It doesn't matter what anybody yeah. says about <clears throat> Top Gun. Ma- like I can't. I don't know why I thought. It was already out because it was um, supposed to come out already, right? But like, I I feel like I've been waiting for like three years for this. Yes, is, am I? Am I? Is, no. Has it been? It it, it it was supposed to. Yeah, actually, now that I really think about it, I think we're at the two year mark for this movie, and it was teased so heavily, and it was supposed to come out right around the time that all, all this all this uh, stuff happened. Okay. That, yeah, it, it feels like you should have seen this movie already twice. Yeah, this, but this like, is there one should, of those. There should already be a sequel in the like ready and in the works and done for this. Yeah, yeah. so there, there are a handful of movies from when I was a kid that I just I absolutely love. Um, and Tom Cruise has a couple of those, uh, but Top Gun is is uh, absolutely up there. So I, I I can't wait. Regardless of of whether or not it looks awesome, I don't care. Yep. Um, I want to see it right now. And we have to wait till November, right? Uh, November. Yeah. November 17th. 19th. Is it the 19th? Yeah. 19th. Uh, I could talk about that movie for like nine years, by the way. I'm like, I wonder who. Yeah. This and there's mystery with this movie. There's not. There's no mystery. They're going to it's going to they're going to tell a fun story. And we're gonna have fun watching it. And who really, is Miles that's all. Teller? Is Miles Teller Goose's son? Who cares? I do. Well, you're gonna find out in two months, uh, three months. Uh, I, you also put this article in here, and I, I, I wanted to talk about this. It says, "Why does everyone suddenly hate Ted Lasso?" I don't know. 
Uh, and I don't understand. Like I saw that article and went, oh, I, well, I don't I don't know who this everyone is, but I'm not in that. I'm not included. I am in that. also very not much in this camp. Um, and I read like I read through the article and the guy, the the author has no idea why people are feeling the way they're feeling. I'm not seeing a ton of negative whatever, but I also no. I'm not looking for um, people's reactions to Ted Lasso. But I, I, I will say this. Laura and I watch this together every week. Yep. And at the end of every episode, both of us are like, oh, it's so good. Yeah. It's so good. Um, it makes you feel good. It makes you feel uh, things, what, happy, yep. sad, anxious, emotions. excited, emotions, yep. right? Yep. And uh, it it's uh, – Bill Lawrence did a great job, um, obviously, but like the, the actors really, really carry it over. Um, I, what I didn't know, and Laura told me, um, last week when we watched, we watched two episodes last week, um, that Roy Kent, the guy that plays Roy Kent's one of the writers. I didn't know that, but that's awesome. Um, so I just very, very much, um, love the show, love the direction it's going. I don't, and and it's funny for it being, a you know, a, a, a sports, ish show like i'm not i don't feel myself thinking any kind of way about the feasibility of a team um going without a win or loss for a while or you know i don't like i don't feel any kind of way about um ted lasso's record as a coach because i don't feel like um Soccer's that's, that's, the same view the same as America as American it's, sports. It's definitely not. Like 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 it's it's really not. In the sense of also we as Americans don't pay any attention to it. And it seems like because you can have nil-nil, right? You can have draws right. like all the time that like a, a loss or a tie isn't like a huge deal. Being relegated is, right? And and everything that happened. Spoiler alerts, by the way. If you are not watching Ted Lasso, stop talking, stop listening to this. And go watch the first go watch episode. Ted and Lasso. You're welcome. Yeah, you uh, are welcome. Uh, this this uh, this PSA is brought to you by Jose uh, Figueroa. Uh, <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. We owe all our, our Ted Lasso. Oh, he, he was banging that drum for a year before I watched oh, it. Yep. Uh, but again, it, being relegated is, but everything else isn't. And also, Ted himself doesn't put that pressure on him. Right? He says that his job is to make these guys better men, better athletes, and just better people. Right? And that and that's how he views the success. But what I, I this season, I just watched uh, episode six, right, uh, of season two. And it's great. It's a freaking great episode. Like, I, I really enjoyed it. It's probably the best episode of this season yet. Uh, and, and that's hard to say because every week is the best episode. It really, yeah, it really <laughs> does. It really does get better uh, as it goes. I haven't watched episode six yet. Oh, and I, oh dude, it's it, it it's really good. I don't want to spoil anything. It takes a nice turn in a way that you are uh, not ready for, but at the same time, completely ready for. Uh, and and you're mad about it, but also you're really happy. Uh, it, it does the whole range. It's a classic Bill Lawrence episode of him just messing with you going, we're going on a ride. Things are going to happen to a lot of people. You're going to have mixed feelings about it, but you're safe. Like, I got you. <laughs> so, like, it's so good. I don't know why anyone hates on this show. I get why people are sleeping on this show, right? And and I think that takes us to our, our a larger discussion love to have, which is just Apple TV Plus, right? And, and when we talk about Apple TV Plus, the problem is it came out, like, two years ago, right? And And, and I don't think I started paying for it until, like, last month. Or this month. I haven't gotten my credit yet from Apple for this month. There's not a whole lot on Apple TV Plus that I'm just like, if you're not watching Apple TV Plus, 
you're losing out on some of the best content or how could you not have this in your streaming service repertoire? Like I get why people don't. I, I, I'm kind of curious just though your general impression of Apple TV plus as a platform, as a streaming service, is it something that you're enjoying or are you just kind of circumstantially haphazardly watching this stuff? I, yeah. You know, I wouldn't call it haphazardly or even circumstantially like it, there have been some things that I've gone out of my way to watch. Um, I think the morning show was the first thing I watched on there. I never even finished the first season. And I liked it very much. Um, season two is coming up and I'm excited for that. Cause I, I mean, it was really good. Um, and a couple movies, um, Really? Movie Cherry, Tom Holland. Did, I didn't watch that. Was it good? It was very good. Okay. Um, and I would I would absolutely recommend checking that out. Um, there was I think one other. You know I I so, tried to I tried to watch uh, Truth Be Told and I like I couldn't I don't know if I just took too long to get going or or what. Um, Mythic Quest no because I hate that guy. Hate really? that guy. Rob. I hate really any. Anything, uh, anyone with any connection to um, Sunny, always Sunny. That so isn't you, you hate Danny DeVito. DeVito. Okay, no, no, that isn't Danny DeVito. And I sure, don't, sure. I don't actually hate Charlie Day, but the other three are are the characters are so loathsome. I I can't I, like I just don't like them as people at this point. Interesting. <laughs> I didn't think the morning show would be a show that you would that that you would be like. I'm all about what what <laughs> gravitated you to I. that show. You know, I, I think that um, what what drew me in was the cast. Um, and, like, I understood, um, like, the premise um, and was, you know, I mean, obviously I was a little, little at least a little hesitant because um, I, I don't want to watch something that's going to be preachy. And it, it wasn't. It didn't turn out that way. Um, <clears throat> and I think there's a lot of stuff going on with the story. Um, that keeps you watching. Uh, really like Mark Duplass uh, very much. Um, uh, Steve Carell was fine. I, I thought Reese Witherspoon was great. Um, I thought um, Jennifer Aniston was great. Billy Crudup. Um, like just the, the, the cast. The cast really fired it off. Yeah, but the story was really well written. Okay. Um, and it's a it's a good show to watch. There's a good deal of humor in there. Um, and it's a serious show, but like in the same way that, you know, Studio 60 was serious. And I, I hate to I hate to draw the so, parallel to Aaron Sorkin. Say, but, invoke the Sorkin name here. OK, yeah, but, you know, I don't I, there's not really another I can't give you like another frame of reference um, because it isn't as good as the newsroom, which is also Sorkin. Love that show. Uh, whoa, great show. Um, and a really great show that, that takes on edgy stuff without being preachy, right? right? Yeah. Um, the morning show was able to do that. It was able to stay topical and relevant um, without making the, the, the viewer feel like he or she was being admonished for feeling a certain kind of way about the characters. And that right. is a, that's a big deal. Yeah. 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 Especially with the subject matter. That that's covered. right. When you're, when you're tackling a subject matter that could be polarizing, like being able to do it in a way that is mature and doesn't make the viewer feel a certain kind of way for, for feeling a certain kind of way, basically, uh, which is, I think something that Sorkin does incredibly well. 
no matter where you fall on a topic that that's covered in an Aaron Sorkin show, you're not meant to, you're not made to feel badly for how you feel, which is you're just meant to enjoy the viewing experience. Right. So the morning show actually for me did that. Um, and I mean, really the, the character development's cool, um, cool to watch. And like, I don't know how, how spot on it is with the industry, but like, it's, I, I like, I like the view behind the curtain. Right. Okay. And I feel like I'm getting that with the morning show. All right. I'll, I'll have to give it, I, I remember getting about halfway through it and then, uh, just with, with Apple TV as it is just the way that it exists with the app inside the app, essentially, I kind of forget about the originals because I go and there's my Amazon list and there's my HBO Max list and there's everything but my Netflix looking at me going, oh, right, okay, I'll watch that. And then, oh, right, I forget Apple has originals. The one thing I, I've liked in my time of watching Apple TV too was also um, Little America. It's a, a anthology series, so nothing obviously connected. It's made by Kumail Nanjani and uh, his wife and then um, uh, some other people that are responsible for Master of None. Uh, and it, it tells the story about... Uh, immigrants coming to america or being first generation in america and some of it's just the 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 trials and tribulations but also just like this the willingness to overcome and persevere and just also having fun with being you know in this country and hearing some of these stories is really fun like a, a guy from uh he's who immigrated to texas and all he wants to be is a cowboy right and he walks in and he's like i want a cowboy hat and they're just like <laughs> All right, let's hook you up. Okay, fine. And you know, he gets the boots, and he he's he's trying to fit in, but like he really wanted this. He wanted that experience, and he found a community that finally lets him have it. But then it's clashing with his traditional culture. It's it's just got a lot of really fun episodes and ideas and perspectives that I've never ever had to consider in my life. That is just again, it's just fun to see the other side of that curtain. Again, you kind of get a peek into someone else's life, and it, they're not all connected, so you can spend half an hour, come back another day, and you get a completely different story. Um, it's really good. The same thing with For All Mankind. I really enjoy that story. The second season, I haven't watched it yet because I kind of wanted it to all just be done, and then I'll just binge watch the the sucker. Right. But it, it looks real great. And the more that I, I say, hey, I'm going to watch something, I get excited about it. I think you're wrong with Mythic Quest. I th- they're so... Once you get past the stars and you actually pay attention to what's happening... It's a really good story. It's a lot of fun. And it, it also just, there's times where it makes you hurt in the feels. Where you're just watching somebody going, no, bad decision. And they're like, this is a bad decision, isn't it? Yeah. Well, I've already, I've already set my path. Goodbye. Like, oh, there man. are, there are things that I, like, I, I want to watch. And right. I still like, so, um, Tehran, is that, is that what it's called? Hold on. Yeah, Tehran. Um, so it's a Mossad agent who get, like goes deep cover um, on a mission in Tehran. Oh, wow. and and it you know it, so she's a she's a she's a spy, right? right. Um, my and it, the show's right up my alley. Yeah, like right up until you get to uh, some episodes are incredibly heavily subtitled. And I can't focus on sub. I can't if they're on the screen, I, like it ruins everything for me because I can neither I can neither watch nor read at that point. Right. Was, I, I'm laughing because I sent you a screenshot because I'm rewatching the West Wing annually as I do. And I how many I probably watched this. What? Since I met you. 
<laughs> at least 10 years, right? I've watched this show and I know every episode by heart at this point. And I still have the subtitles on and I took a picture and you were <laughs> Brian's just been relentlessly just tortured no, me about it. And there's no need. There's no need for I, it at I all. I watch it all the time. I watched uh, I, I Green Street Hooligans with Christian the other night. And he, he's, we had like five minutes into the movie. And he goes, do you understand what they're saying? I said, yes, they're speaking English. <laughs> he's like, I can't. And I'm like, well, then you're never going to be able to watch a Guy Ritchie movie. Like if this <laughs> exactly, is, if that's this exactly is, right. there's just no way. He's like, no, I'll, I'll figure it out. Okay, good. Right. Because like it, they're, they're speaking English. Um, so I like having, having that. And it was the same thing. There were, um, there was one or two seasons of Homeland that a few episodes were heavily subtitled. Yeah. And like that was I had to go back a few times right. and rewatch those episodes. So like Tehran is one I want to watch, but I like I need to be able to um it's one of those things that I have to like dedicate the hour. Yeah. No, no devices. It can't be background noise because I won't know what's going on. Um I you know it's funny is I started um couple months ago, like I started the West Wing. I got through season one and I was just like, I can't like I can't commit. I can't commit to this. That's right a thing. Now. That's, a, that's a commitment. Well, yeah. So at 123 hours. Yep. Um, ready for it. And, you know, I've done it. This, I, you know, this is the like the 10th. This would have been like the 10th time through. So I'd done it nine times before. And I was like, I can't, I can't do it. I need something else. Um, so I, like I rewatched Sons of Anarchy and then I rewatched Elementary and, um, just a whole bunch of, you know, I, so I went through like Sons of Anarchy and then Elementary and then Sherlock. Um, and now I'm rewatching Suits. I'm in season Me two. Me too. Of Suits. I've yeah, so, rewatching Suits. <clears throat> the, the other thing, too, is I, the last show on Apple TV Plus that I caught my eye, and I, I, I just don't know if I'm going to like it or not, is Mr. Corman. Oh, yeah. So, and that that's... Um, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Thank you, You're Joseph welcome. Gordon-Levitt. Yeah. Uh, and I, I saw, I, I've watched the, the previews for it. It looks cool, but it seems like I'm going to need to be in the kind of mood where yeah. I, don't, I don't feel like despair about life. At the beginning of the episode, because by the end, right? You may not, you may not come out the other side. <laughs> That's the right, right. Way. right. Yeah, it, it, and and he has uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. I act like I know him. Uh, he has the uh, <laughs> Joey, the, Joey. You know, uh, you know, uh, JGL. He's um, he's got the propensity to make stuff like that. Of just like, I'm in a weird place. Let me get this out. Here you go. And I'm like, I, I'm sorry, I'm not in your headspace. I'm very excited to watch. I'm just not in the right headspace to watch you yet. So you'll have to wait until my mental health is at a good spot before I can go in. So allow me to listen to Bo Burnham's inside for the 90th time and then come out the other side and be like, all right, I'm ready to watch your show. Right. It's just, it's one of those like, man, I, you know, there's a lot going on at work and that's stressful. <laughs> exactly. The, exactly. Like the, the summer's coming to an end and the kids are starting, you know, like Zoe's going to middle school and that's stressful. And there's, you know, and I'm just like, you know, I'm just going to, I can't, I'm just going to watch elementary. Man, I'm just going to watch sure. I'm going to watch things that make me feel good. Right. They're comfort. Um, they're comfort shows. It's like soul food, but with TV. And I, I couldn't like I that's I think that's why I started the West Wing. Um, but but then I couldn't. Here's the thing. When I commit to that, it's really a race to the uh, it's a it's a race to the the Matt Santos run is the, I, that's where I want to get to. 
and I ju- I'm like, I can't go through all of these. See, I can't go through all of it. Right. I, I bring up Apple TV Plus again. We, it's been uh, it's been. oh oh that's even worse than it's been a while no it's not Uh, no that's way worse yeah that's far worse Uh, i bring up apple tv plus because again it's been 21 months right november of 2019 when this thing launched i think i'm finally paying for it for the for the first time uh and it's something i'm going to keep but i love ted lasso a lot and that's and that is the show that's really making me say, I'll go rewatch. I want to rewatch that again. I'll, I'll rewatch an episode I just watched, or I'll go back to season one and come back to where I am before the next week is done, right before the next episode comes out. And this show is so great. And Brian and I have talked about the fact that this isn't about a, a broken man in a broken world. We're not trying to break down Ted Lat. We're trying to bring that positivity. We're trying to bring that belief into the show and making a great world where, yeah, everyone can just be positive and, that's okay, and that's kind of a cynical thing to see on TV right now, and it's so refreshing that I I, I cannot wait every single week for a new episode. It's yeah, such for a good sure. Show. And 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 Jason Sudeikis, like the the most unlikely of, in in my opinion, right? I like I I'm, I have never seeked out his content. No, absolutely not. Even and, the horrible bosses. I was like, there are other draws that. <laughs> I, I don't. Yeah, I was not interested in Ted Lasso because Jason Sudeikis. And then um, between you and Josue, um, just like, oh, no, it's, it's a great show. It's great. I'm thinking, really? It's a great show. OK, give it a shot. Give it a shot. Man, so good. And I think, you know, the other thing with Apple TV Plus is that um, you said we're almost at the two year mark. Um, you know, it's part of my whatever Apple one subscription or whatever that is. Um, but. Like, I feel like most streaming services probably take this long just to get ahead of steam. Right. Um, With the exception of Disney Plus. That's the only one that launched perfectly fine. Right. But that wasn't like the case with Netflix or Hulu or Prime video. Right. For none of them. Right. It took a while. And like. It, it, it wasn't until just a couple of years ago that Prime Video was putting out really quality original content. Um, so like I think for Apple TV Plus to be where it's at right now when it's happening is is a good thing. Um, and it certainly as a streaming service did not flop. No. Um, you know, and yeah, so they had to give it away for free for a bunch of time. And now it's part of, of subscriptions. Right. So like for every anybody listening. If you're an Apple user and you are already using Apple Music, which you should be, um, and you're using um, iCloud, which you should be, if basically you just convert that over to Apple One, uh, it's free. It's free. It's 100% free. Um, so, like, just, you know, there's there's nothing. You don't lose anything. And, and actually, you're still getting six. If you're, if you're not a user, you're still getting six months for free when you buy an Apple device. So, like, you know, if you're not currently trying it out, check it out. At, at the very least, go watch Ted Lasso. You're yeah. going to love it. 100% agree with that. All right, cool. All right. Uh, this is the Josh Burns episode, it seems like, really. Uh, so you also dropped into our, our subject here. 20 movies about time travel ranked worst to best. Yeah, well, you said, you know, what should we talk about? And I'm like, well, I don't, I don't know. Let me look. I got to tell you, I, the, the image that they use is from uh, – uh, Palm Springs, 
right? Is that the name of the show? Yeah, it's from Palm Springs. Palm Springs, which is a great fucking movie. Well, so I enjoy that immensely. Let me, and as did I, 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 and I don't like Andy Samberg even a little bit, but I like that movie very much. But let's... All right, so let's talk about just for a moment. <laughs> you got to readjust. You got to get in the battle positions. Yeah, I do. Um, I, I want to talk for a moment about, like, what got my attention was 20 movies about time travel ranked worst to best. And I thought, I'm, I am I like movies about time travel. I would like to see what these 20 movies are and how you have them ranked, which is what caught my attention. Then I opened the thing, and I see Andy Samberg from Palm Springs, and I went, well, that's not about time travel at all. And then so what I found is immediately they have a poorly defined <laughs> I guess idea of time travel, okay? Because here's the thing. I guess you're they right. have they have several aspects of what they are calling time travel in here. So the the groundhog day thing, which is Palm Springs. Yes. Then also the um reliving a time in my life, which is like Peggy Sue got married or when we first met. Um, which would also include movies that are better than those that weren't on this list, like 13 going on 30 or 17 again. Um, and, and so, all right, they, a poorly defined premise first, and we're, we're right back to like these websites not being able to properly compile a list. Correct. Um, so what I did was I, I, I started thinking, and I spent maybe an hour on this, <laughs> and I found – 35 movies that were not included on this list right that fit all of one or more of these themes sure that they completely missed out on and i didn't understand i guess you're right you're thinking because groundhog day is also on this with palm springs and that's, that's right and that and, and same with peggy sue uh you're right those are not necessarily time travel but time loops Right. And if you want, I ha- look, I have time travel movies we can talk about if you right. want to talk about time travel. Yeah. Right. But, but you're not talking about, about just time. time travel. Yeah. Right. Peggy Sue got married. Not time travel. Right. It's it's in the same vein as like, say, Pleasantville, which would be a better example of that. OK. Yeah. I guess you're right. That's not time. They're not time traveling in Pleasantville. No. no. 13 be- going on 30. Same idea. Right. It's it's re- reliving a moment or a time or whatever, um, and I'll, you know, click, click, same same premise. No, you're 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 very right. I do like the inclusion of some of these movies. I think first off, I think just anytime you're going to be talking about a list like this, just take Back to the Future as a trilogy, and it's it's one. It takes up one slot. All right, you, yeah, I don't need one, two, and three in separate parts. You know, uh, okay, and one I, slot. I don't. Mm, I don't think I agree with that because really? no, because I wouldn't put Terminator one and two in the same slot. Terminator is not one, one slot and they're all about time travel. See, again, I, I, I view the, if you do, uh, with all the reboots and sequels and prequels, you put Terminator one above Terminator two, or you put Terminator two on top, Terminator two on top. I put Terminator two on top as well. Knowing that you can't put them in the same slot. But I do like the one inclusion that they have, which I agree also kind of with its placement, which is uh, about time. I think that movie does a interesting take on time travel because there's no ma- like the, the 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 time travel aspect is not magic. It's not it, it just is is just an ability. And I love the message at the end of it. And you put the rom-com theme in there and I'm like, yeah, right. I'm all about it. Uh, so it is a fantastic inclusion on this list. It was number three, and I wholeheartedly agree with 
its placement. It's it's a top tier time travel movie. I, I agree. Now, I, I have to get some of my gripes out of the way. All right. Grab my gears. Gripes. Go ahead. Now, this uh, this article dropped three days ago, August 24th, 2021. So, like, they have the benefit of all of the movies ever made before now. I'm going to I have a I have a I think a pretty comprehensive list um, that they did not have included any of these movies. And I got to go through them because I don't understand uh, if you're making a time travel, a movie, a, a list about time travel movies and you don't include Endgame. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> I, I, I guess you're right. Yeah, because it's a time heist. Um. If you're making a if you're making a list and you're including movies like Palm Springs and Groundhog's Day and you don't include Edge of Tomorrow, what are you doing? That's that's also very true. But is um, that reliving a moment? Isn't that Groundhog's Day? It's it's Groundhog Day. It's but the they're exact including same. Palm Springs. So, OK, I see what you're saying. You're, yes, you've sir. included Groundhog Day and Palm Springs, but not Edge of Tomorrow. Terminator 2 is better than Terminator 1. That should be on here. Is inner is Interstellar on this list? No. No, how is Interstellar not on this and, list? And that mo- that little maneuver is going to cost us about 30 years. And Tenet is not on this list. I'm okay with that. And you shouldn't be. <laughs> Tenet and, and the new, uh, the Chris Pine and Zachary Quinto Star Trek is not on this list. Yeah. Nero traveled through time. That's right. He and did. there are now two Spocks. It's a time travel movie. Predestination. Yes, I understand it's, it's a whatever. D- Arrival. Days of Future Past, oh, yeah. Looper, Hot Tub Time Machine, 13 going on 30, 17 again, Source Code, Free Jack, Prince of Persia, Butterfly Effect, Time Cop, Donnie Darko, wow. Oh, wow. Dead, Deadpool 2, The Prisoner of Azkaban, she has a time turner, Synchronic, Deja Vu, Men in Black 3, Paycheck, Primer, Click, Planet of the Apes, the Mark Wahlberg movie, A Sound of Thunder, Timeline, The Tomorrow War, Warlock, The Sorcerer's Apprentice, Justice League, and A Wrinkle in Time are 35 movies that do not appear on this list, many of them better than most of the movies on this list. I would agree with with that, yep. I just, if you're going to write, Audrey Fox, if you're going to write an article about time travel movies ranked uh, worst to best, first of all, get a better, a more clear definition of of what you mean by time travel. And, and And then... Build a better list. Let me ask maybe, you. Maybe call me next time. I was going to say, let me, I was just about to say, you know what, Josh? I'd like to put the ball in your court, if I may. Uh, what if we, in the course of this episode to the next episode, uh, we put together a list, right? And and would you, instead of one through 20 or whatever, would you prefer to do a tier, like an S tier yeah. and then A tier, yeah, B tier? Yeah, I, I, think, I think that really worked when we did Pixar, yeah. Uh, I think we should tier those movies just my 35 or be inclusive of the 20 on here no i think we should be honest about the fact that palm springs while a fantastic movie go watch it it's on hulu uh is not a time travel movie right it's the we're excluding movies like groundhog day click edge of 13 going on 30 edge of tomorrow like so we're we're we are excluding moment in time movies only movies where someone travels through time correct and 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 see what we can come up with. And and I love to get Brian to do it too. And we'll have the three of us have our own tiering. We can publish that on our website, so we can look at our tiering, and then we can on the show kind of go through and actually tier these ourselves. 
fine with that. I think we're going to be doing some uh, time travel stuff uh, next next time that we record. Uh, I'm excited for this. All right. So put together the list. Uh, if if you would like, I could put this together and give it to the listeners so they can also do their own tiering yeah. uh, with that and compare the results versus ours. So uh, I'll, uh, I will I will put something in. And when I make that, I will put that into the feed, our, our Instagram feed and, and everything else. I'll put it out there. And I want to see what you guys come up with. All right. I think you've given us some homework. I'm enjoying that. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. All right. Cool. Anything else you have to add? Nope. Thank you, listener, for making us whatever it is that we are in your life. Your walk around your neighborhood, your drive to work, whatever. Uh, Thank you so much for listening. And we will see you on the next episode. Well, welcome to the club because you are that kind of nerd. 